It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hello, welcome in. Greg Davis here. We're doing it again. It's Wednesday. It's the 22nd of June. I'm able to say that because I'm still playing off my birthday being Monday. Yeah. So, uh, not, not making a big deal. I'm just saying that's how I know the date. Because <laughs> ordinarily I'd be lost. Just claim the whole month uh, in that way. Well, everybody I'm just saying, I, you, you know, know birthday when, you're, when your birthday was two days ago, you still know what the date is. So, uh, it's the 22nd. I'll lose probably by tomorrow. It'll be too far gone. Hope everybody is well, and we thank you for being with us here at Priority Talk Live. We are live right here on WXJC Radio, 101.1 FM, and uh, we thank you for uh, for uh, joining us, jumping in here with us today. We'll be here until 6 p.m., and uh, we're going to have uh, sort of two distinct hours. Okay, first hour here in just a couple of moments, we are going to sort of review yesterday's runoff vote here in the state of Alabama. We'll go through it. We previewed it. We uh, talked about uh, the, vote, the vote yesterday. Uh, and the, the turnout was low, about 12%. We'll uh, sort of review the results. I'll give some of my thoughts, commentary, uh, and such. Uh, we'll take your phone calls as well concerning uh, yesterday's runoff at 205-941-1011. I'm kind of interested, our listeners, did your candidates win? I, I'm sort of just interested to know our audience. Um, and if you don't want to give your name, that's fine. But if you want to call in and say, because I don't want you to have to give away who you voted for and all that. I, I'm going to not I'm not going to go there with all the people I voted for. Um, so you don't have to either. But I'd just be interested to know, did your candidates win? I'll, I'll tell you my feelings, my perspective in just a moment. But we're going to preview all of that uh, or review all of that and talk about uh, implications going forward. And then uh, next hour, just an hour from now, the Reverend Rabbi Eric Walker makes his return to Priority Talk. It's been a little while. Of course, uh, you know, he was a regular here on Wednesdays with us uh, for years and years and years. He was on Fridays, you know, every Friday, uh, Prophecy Prophecy in the News with Rabbi Walker. Uh, When we brought the show back last April, uh, April of 21, uh, he uh, did Wednesdays with us. And so uh, since he has moved, he hasn't been on with us. But his new book is out, and it's the book that he was uh, talking to us about last uh, fall, I guess, somewhere in right in there. Yeah, it's, it's when he was he was writing he, it. He, he was still in the process it, of writing all that stuff. Uh, Three fifteen, the Genesis of all prophecies, and uh, he has been on uh, the media tour and doing all the uh, the big media appearances, and and he's going to come on our show too. <laughs> So he will join us next hour. So those of you who love Rabbi Eric Walker, stay with us. Spread the word. One hour from now, we've got the uh, live video going here, facebook.com slash priority talk. 
Priority Talk Facebook page. You can uh, get a look here into a studio. Now, Rabbi Walker will not be in studio. He's going to be on the phone. He he's, doesn't live here anymore. If he ever comes back to see me and Jason, we'll get him in studio. Absolutely. Because uh, more likely to see Jason. Yeah. Not me. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> he loves us both. Come on now. So if he gets back to the area, we'll have him in studio. But he's going to be on the phone. Uh, but we're looking forward to getting reacquainted. He and I text a lot. We talk ever so often. We text a lot. Uh, so I'm looking forward to just having a good extended conversation uh, with uh, one of my mentors and uh, dear friends and uh, spiritual mentors, uh, Rabbi Eric Walker. Um, all right. Got that down. We'll continue to sort of uh, mention that and promote that for you. Uh, Pastor Paul Brazier will be here tomorrow in studio. We'll uh, we'll participate in a little thing we call Theological Thursday. We'll jump into some uh, some good Bible topic uh, relating to uh, our relating to God, and uh, that's why we call it Theological Thursday. So he'll be here tomorrow. That's always a lot of fun. And um, but let's jump in here to the. Um, um, to the topic at hand, and that was yesterday's runoff. Okay, I said, um, let me see how I said this. Let me look it up. Last night on uh, on my social media, I made a comment, and just my it was my off the cuff comment concerning um, last night's vote or what we've learned, I guess, during this political season in uh, in Alabama. Uh, I, I just sort of was like, okay, here's here's my uh, here's what I notice, and uh, I started off with two, and then I added a third, and so let me tell you sort of what those were, um, and I think these are things that were sort of confirmed. Okay, that's the point. Uh, things we already knew, but this confirms them. Number one, the candidate with the most money wins. That's how it goes. Ninety-nine percent of the time. Not knocking the candidate with the most money, okay? That That's not my point. But the candidate, let me say this, the candidate who has the most money spent on their behalf, yep. that they spend or others spend on their behalf, wins. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are outlier situations where that doesn't happen, but it, it just is very difficult to win if you don't have the money, particularly in a state in a statewide race. If you don't have the money, you haven't got a chance. And uh, so I think that's uh, number one. Number two observation that is confirmed now, we already knew this, but we've confirmed it again, that, and this is Alabama, state politics, debating doesn't matter. You do not have to debate to win money overcomes debating yep advertising dollars that big pretty smile governor you know and i and i like a debate when it gets down to two candidates and when you got seven or eight up there that's okay if it's four or less i think it's good uh especially when it gets down to the final two for senate uh, for congress for governor for secretary of state the, these type statewide positions um, you don't have to debate. That that's gone. We we may never see debates again, like we all are sort of accustomed to. Now I think it still matters in a presidential race. You you, you got to debate. I mean, even Joe Biden debated. Um, but on a statewide race, no. 
Governor Ivey has been elected two times now, has not debated one time. Yep. Um, you had Katie Britt win last night, did not debate. Um, you had other candidates, other they had forums and sort of debates. I actually so won last night. You don't have to debate in order to win a big office. You do not have to debate. Yeah, I, I actually won last night also. Did you? I told you I was running for King of the Donut People. Yeah. Found how'd, about how'd that two, turn out? Two o'clock this morning, I got the call. I got the call. <laughs> so okay. I am now your newly elected King of the Donut People. All right, Jason. He's, and I didn't have to debate either because of my winning personality. So there we go. And then maybe, here was the third thing, and I added this a little later. Um, I am very bad at voting for who wins. I wasn't completely shut out. Wait a minute, you always pick winners? Is no, I don't. I'm very bad at voting for who's going to win. I don't know what that says about me. Um, you know, I, I've, I've told you, you know. You back, like the underdog? Back to uh, 2012, I voted for Rick Santorum. I voted yeah. for Ben Carson in 2016. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I just, I don't seem to to vote for the winners very Actually, often. Actually, I think you're more voting more your moral conscious with your your sense of, of, of Christianity and well, who is closer to your beliefs. Well, which I you think should. everybody does that. Everybody I, votes. I, and I think you should do that. If you vote and you find a candidate who falls into alignment of what your yeah. philosophical and religious beliefs are, absolutely you should vote for them. Yeah. Well, everybody votes Everybody votes um, self-interest to some extent. Uh, my self-interest is are my values. Absolutely. I vote, I vote, I vote self-interest. Some people it's money, economy, or what they can gain from it. Uh, I don't worry so much about economy and economic. That is, it's part of it, but I don't worry about that nearly as much as I worry about the values and, and the morality because if you get those things right, other things will fall into place. That's just me. I wasn't completely shut out, okay? I'm not saying I didn't vote for anybody who won. I'm not saying that. But I'm just not real good at it. I, in other words, some of you went and voted and all your people won. Mine did not. And not all of mine did. That in, in, on the primary or the runoff. I just didn't do very well. I'm going to not, you know, be real. Uh, I, I can't be real open about who I vote for, who I plan to vote for, or who I voted for in my position. In the past, I have done that. But in my position now uh, as president of ALCAP, I am not allowed to endorse candidates. Yeah. So I'm just going to sort of, uh, and, and I work with a lot of these people. And so um, I, I'm going to, I did vote. I, I vote every time. I've always voted. Uh, but I don't want to um, say, well, this person I voted for and they won and this one lost. And and uh, But I'm just telling you, overall, I didn't vote for a lot of the people who won. Not shut out by any means, but but not, not very many. So those are sort of some of the things I learned. I wonder about you. Did you vote for uh, winners? Uh, or are you like me, you vote for losers? <laughs> for, not, not for, for the people who lost. Well, here's the question I have. How come so many of you didn't go vote in both the primary and yesterday's election? What what was the reason behind it? Do you have a reason? What Was there not anyone running that you felt just wasn't to your liking? Was it, you know, what, what was it that compelled you not to want to get out and vote? I believe most of our voters, most of our listeners voted. I, I, I want to think they did, too. 12% of the voters in Alabama 
voted yesterday. But it would be cur- I would be curious to see if there was anyone in our audience who didn't vote, yeah. chose not to vote, just to kind of to get their no, take. No, it'd was be interesting there, to hear. Was it just because the field of candidates was just yeah. not to their liking? I mean, what 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 is you know? What, I, I, what was I would it? love to understand that if if you didn't vote, and you've got a you know a real a reason why you didn't vote. It might you know it might have just been that. Uh, I was going to vote, and something happened, and I didn't get there. Okay, I get well, that. I didn't like it. Would but if you chose, had ingrown toenails. If you chose not to vote, why would that be? But like I say, twelve percent of voters, um, you know, got to the polls yesterday. Very low. But I think we probably—that's probably about the number of listeners in the state of Alabama that we have. About twelve percent of listeners. <laughs> I'm just going to say I think all of our listeners voted. Maybe there's exceptions. Yeah, you know, a few. Uh, but anyway, that's that's what I learned. Um, money wins. Debating does not matter. And I'm really bad at choosing. I'm I'm really bad at filling in the, the oval for the person who ultimately wins. That's uh, and I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I just go for the underdog. Could Maybe be. I sort of choose the one who um, doesn't have the money. And th- but that's not always. I, there's I did vote for people who probably spent more money. Uh, than their than their opposition did, so uh, I'm, I'm not trying to tell you uh, you know I'm not this isn't confession time. I'm just observations I made. I think it's this you have this weird mental uh, connection with people who like a specific type of key lime pie, and that's what it is. And you connect with those people, and you vote for those people. They there's they, both of you like the same desserts, and that's what it is. Possibly, possibly. Uh, okay, we'll review uh, some of the votes and uh, how it went down yesterday. And uh, most of you have probably uh, you've probably uh, seen the headlines by now. You, you know that, but I'll, I'll give some commentary with it, and we'll take your phone calls. Did you uh, did you vote? Did you vote for the people who ultimately won? Um, are you like me and really bad at choosing the winners? Two zero five nine four one one zero one one. Fox Mortgage has been such a help for not only me, but my parents 15 years ago, and now recently my brother and his wife just closed on their first home too. So they've definitely made a huge impact on my whole family. My name is Erin, and um, my husband and I recently started the first time home buying experience and we heard about Fox Mortgage through my parents. They actually bought a home and went through the process with Mr. Jim Corey and his family about 15 years ago. We were really impressed with Mr. Corey and his family and how personal they were and how they took our questions and really invested in my family with this first time home buying experience. Mr. Corey did a great job of calling me, asking me how I was doing, answering any questions that we had about the process, which I think is really important, especially when you're buying your first house. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184762, Jim Corey, 212055. Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his team create lasting relationships with all of their clients, and they've been helping many of our listeners across North Alabama. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. Hi, this is Mike Reagan, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. We're
We're back in and glad to have you with us. Call us if you're listening live, 205-941-1011. That's like right now. Give us a call. Uh, Just kind of going over yesterday's uh, runoff. And then next hour, Rabbi Eric Walker, Messianic Rabbi Eric Walker, joins us. Uh, We'll uh, get caught up with him and talk about his new book that's now out, uh, 315, The Genesis of All Prophecies, a a must-read, quite honestly. Of course, Katie Britt uh, wins Going Away. And then um, Mo Brook sounds like he's going away. Pretty much he's done, and he went out in a blaze. <laughs> he torched uh, the process, and uh, all. I mean, uh, pretty much the same thing Mike Durant did. Uh, he he just Mike he probably done the same thing. Just burn those bridges, set them alight. He's done. And go. He's done. He uh, he did not really congratulate Katie Britt. Didn't call her name for sure, and um, said that uh, it was just a bad process and you know the uh anyway pointing out all the issues you know nobody likes negative ads when until they help you and then when they help you then then you seem to think they're okay that's just kind of the way it is uh paul is with us up in marshall county what about it paul oh you wanted us to call you uh we voted and the candidate we voted for didn't win i voted for brooks i thought he was the lesser of the two evils and at first, I wasn't really against Miss Britt, but I've heard a bunch of things since then that makes me kind of sad now that she won. Um, anyway, I hope our state isn't going the way of so many other liberal places. Uh, I just that was my comment. Thank you, sir. All righty, hey, that's good comments. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, brother. Very, very good comments. Um, so he didn't he didn't vote for. He didn't vote for uh, winners either, it doesn't sound like. Not in those anyway. But, yeah, Brooks uh, just torched it on the way out. <laughs> uh, not a uh, not a conciliatory speech. You know, he didn't call anybody ugly names or anything. But, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't blame him. When, when you consider what he had to deal with and what m- most guys like him have to deal with from other politicians, I don't blame him. And they, he should be no respecter of persons when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the negative ads and all the pack money and, you know, it, it's a it's a broken system, yeah. and, it, and it takes money to to even compete. I they, mean, they focused as much energy on tearing him down as they did trying to get her elected. Yeah, well, and and you have to. It's the PACs that run these oh, negative yeah, exactly. ads, and that's yeah, exactly. not the campaign. You know, technically, they the PACs and the candidate they don't communicate. They have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they would exactly. say we have nothing to do with those ads. I condemn those ads, but they still run. Yep. And they work to the benefit. So that's why I say the person who has the most money spent on their behalf wins. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Arab, Alabama. It's Michael. What do you think, man? Hey, Greg. Well, last year, uh, three out of four, I voted for loss yesterday. So I know how you felt. Yeah, that, that's about where I'm at. Yep. And, you know, what happened in our Senate race and what happened when Roy Moore tried to run? Just shows the power of Richard Shelby and the uh, establishment Republican senators. They, they are not allowed anybody up there that's going to talk to them. They're going to Yeah, Michael, it's just getting a little too rough there. You're breaking up on us, so I'm going to put you on hold. Jason, if you want to check back, we got another. Give him a minute or. Hang on, Michael. Let's see if you if you clear up. Jason will listen in. Uh, but yeah, he's saying that the uh, just shows the power of uh, the establishment and, and the the money. I mean, it's it's all about the pack money. 
uh, and that is dark money. It's very difficult to trace, sometimes not so difficult, but for the most part, it's difficult to trace. Um, the candidate uh, that gets it spent on their behalf, they've got just, it, it's tough to beat them. And that's why it's so difficult to beat an incumbent is because they are lined up, they're in, they've got a war chest built up. They, uh, you know, if they, if they do as they're told, then the establishment supports them going forward. If they don't do as they're told, then they get primaried. But, but most of the time, once people hit those positions, they sort of follow, they fall in line and, you know, you have rare exceptions, but for the most part, they fall in line and they do as they're told. And, uh, and that's how you keep getting reelected. True. Well, that, and in, in, in addition to what you're saying, has a lot to do with how much the media puts them in the spotlight, too. Familiar People will vote for a familiar face without mm-hmm. ever registering who that person really is and what they're about sometimes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Katie Britt wins going away. Uh, Wes Allen, Secretary of State, wins going away. Uh, Andrew Sorrell, State Auditor, wins uh, not going away, but not, not as going away. I think, what was it, about um, maybe eight points or something like that? Uh, well, he's maybe 58, 42, something like that. So, you know, not close. N- none of those races, statewide races, were were really even competitive. Uh, some of the others did get competitive and were close, and we'll talk about those um, as we move forward. Uh, and when we're going to continue to take your phone calls at 205-941. You know what it is, 1011. Uh, let me mention yesterday uh, during the second hour, we had an outstanding conversation uh, with uh, Jim Harden out of New York. And uh, it was one of his pregnancy centers that was firebombed just recently by the uh, group Jane's Revenge. It's been the group that's taken credit for this. It's been on big-time national news and such. Uh, he uh, is the CEO of uh, Compass Care, or Compass Care. And um, he was with us yesterday during the uh, latter half of the show. And if you missed that, you need to go back and listen to it, especially as we uh, approach uh, a Supreme Court announcement uh, concerning uh, abortion. Probably going to happen next week. Go back and listen to that conversation from yesterday. It's there at our daily podcast, Priority Talk Radio, and also at our uh, Rumble page. You You can watch the conversation, and Jason even embedded into that uh, video so you can see pictures and video of uh, of some of the damage that was done oh, yeah. there at, at the site. That's the, the uh, news guy in me. I couldn't center. help it. Yeah, the pregnancy center there. You can see the uh, it, it, it's it's worth a watch. Okay, go back yeah. and see. How long did it wind up being? 15 minutes or so? Uh, about 15, minutes? 16 yeah. minutes total. Uh, we didn't post the whole conversation, just kind of the, the most... Uh, the meat and the potatoes. Yeah, the most impactful part. So uh, I do want to encourage you to go back and uh, and, and look at those. And uh, and and see what happened and, and hear uh, his um, perspective on it. In that uh, the uh, the FBI, the DOJ, they're not doing anything. In fact, they're now investigating them. Exactly. That's what's amazing about well, it. because they're part of the government. The government right now under Joe Biden's administration stands to lose a lot if uh, Roe versus Wade gets taken away from them and it handed over to the states. We will uh, get more into these uh, some of these Senate and uh, representative. Of course, we have uh, Republicans now have a uh, congressional um, candidate as well. Um, Dale Strong comes out on that, and um, 
So that's another one. I didn't get, I didn't vote in that, but I'm sure a lot of you out there did. Uh, that was not on my ballot because I'm not in that congressional district. I'm in uh, Gary Palmer's congressional district. Yep. So um, we'll get into those uh, when we come back. But go back and find that conversation from uh, the latter part of yesterday's show and at uh, Priority Talk Man on Rumble. And all of it's there at our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. I think that's worth a, a listen for you. And you may even want to share it with others as a, uh, as a harbinger of what uh, is going to be happening in this country over the next uh, weeks and days to come. It's uh, evil stuff. I've got some more we'll share about that as well. Really scary stuff. Okay, stay with us. Uh, Call us about yesterday's runoff. How would you vote to come out? I didn't get many winners. How about you? One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256 739 3337. That's today's family dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. Today's family dentistry in downtown Coleman. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like. We return in just about a half hour from now. Uh, Messianic Rabbi Eric Walker joins us. Uh, and we'll uh, get to hear from him and uh, all about his new book as well. We're glad to have him back on the program. It's been some months now, and so we're uh, glad to hear from Rabbi Walker uh, coming up during the 5 o'clock hour today. Hang on for that for sure. Uh, we are broadcasting a live video on our Facebook page, Priority Talk. Those of you on Facebook, go check it out. And, of course, uh, we're right here on 101.1 FM and WXJCRadio.com. You can listen live there or find it all at PriorityTalkRadio.com. All right, we're talking about yesterday's uh, runoff. And also uh, we mentioned about um, the uh, situation up in uh, Buffalo, the uh, pregnancy center that was firebombed. And there's been a lot of those happen. That, that was one example. Uh, been a lot of them. So those are our topics. And uh, Mike jumps in here with us it sounds like he's on the road what's going on mike yeah i was just gonna say that uh i do enjoy your show um i know you said you've been on a long 
or had a past show. I never did hear that one, but I appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, you got a, um, a station that you can rely on the news being the truth and then having the biblical uh, restraint or constraint so that things don't get out of hand when we talk about these issues. But to talk about yesterday, um, I was as disappointed, and, and I heard you talk about it in the primary, um, mm-hmm. the disappointment uh, with the low turnout. So all the every everybody who has issues or take issues with all these things that are going on, I can't understand why they don't show up other than just my own thoughts. Hey, I'm going to vote, but it's not really going to matter because there's no integrity to voting. So I, I did go and vote. I did not. Uh, I was not happy with the outcome. Um, I did not want to see Katie Britt uh, get in there. Um, and, I, and, you know, as much as I enjoyed um, Donald Trump's leadership, a lot of disagreements with some of his actions, but um, it's really disappointed that he endorsed her. And I don't even know if that's true, but that come out in ads. Um, no, he did, he did so, endorse her. He did. He did. Well, yeah. that's disappointing, but... Um, yeah, um, the integrity of the elections is what's so disappointing. And then as far as the, I'll tell you this, when I walked in to vote, there, uh, you know, there's always a sheriff there or, or multiple yes. sheriffs. This is a small voting uh, uh, firehouse. It's small. And uh, I just mentioned to them, you know, about the bombing in Buffalo. And, you know, had, had they heard anything about I was actually talking to him and say, are you guys on alert? You know, have you been put on alert about the bombings, the possible bombings, uh, once this uh, uh, decision comes out from the Supreme Court? And, of course, he didn't know anything about it. Mm. He just, so I don't know. I don't I don't understand, if, if you know, why the law enforcement wouldn't be saying, hey, guys, be on the lookout. You know, this is coming. Um, I mean, what, what do you think about that? Well, I hear you. I, I... You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where you're located or what county or whatever. You know, there may not be an abortion clinic in your county, quite possibly. Uh, but there's probably a there's probably a pregnancy center there. So, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe that plays into it a little bit. Well, I, I hadn't thought about that. I'm in Ottawa County. I don't know if there's okay either. Um, yeah, I no. There's definitely uh, there's definitely pregnancy centers uh, up there in, in Ottawa County. Yeah. So you know, they should be requesting. Um, they should be requesting. Security and uh, and may need to even hire uh, you know off duty and uh, and things like that because uh, anything can happen anywhere and uh, you know evil is everywhere even in, even even in Etowah County <laughs> uh, oh, it can happen anywhere. I mean it's absolutely everywhere. Well, that's that's about it. Okay. I just uh, I just wish things would uh, you know like everybody else change with the voting. It just like you said the money. I'm down the money just takes control and you know there's so much mike i'll tell you this on the money let me say this on the money i had a candidate uh, for governor here in studio with me and they told me that a 30 second spot in montgomery on, on the montgomery television so birmingham would have been more huntsville would have been more mobile maybe might have been similar but they said a 30 second television spot in montgomery was fifteen hundred dollars now you think about how many, <laughs> how wow. many thirty-second spots ran in all four markets. 
think about the money. Oh, my goodness. Because, I mean, there were candidates that had an ad that ran every time there was a commercial break. Yeah. Every, every time. I know. I know. So it's a lot of money, it, and, and it's out-of-state money that, that's that's uh, driving these elections. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good to hear from you, Mike. We appreciate the phone call, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good stuff. That's, that's a great phone call. Thank you. 205-941-1011. Okay. Um, we've mentioned the statewide and the uh, congressional uh, Dell Strong uh, comes out on that up in North Alabama. Uh, also, uh, you have um, some of the state Senate and um, and and we've been talking the Republican side. There were also Democrat um, you know races as well. We can mention we'll get to some of those um, statewide because they had governor candidates, uh, governor mainly. Uh, but let's talk about some of these state Senate and um, House districts. And uh, District 12, uh, that's over. Uh, that's to take Senator uh, Del Marsh's place as he's uh, outgoing. Um, you had Keith Kelly coming out over Wendy Draper. Uh, so uh, there will be a Democrat uh, on the ballot as well come fall, Danny McCullers. I don't know any of those folks. All right? I do know Del Marsh, but I don't know any of those other folks running. Um, it, it's a Republican district, uh, I would think, um, you know the Kelly. I think Keith Kelly would would be tough to beat there, but you can never tell. Um, Draper, though, who he beat is the wife of the Aniston mayor. Um, then you've got uh, District 23. This one was this is interesting, and this will tie into the uh, governor's race as well. That district um, out of Selma area, so not really in our 101.1 audience, but interesting. Hank Sanders, that name, if you follow state politics, you know that name, Hank Sanders. He held that um, state Senate seat for a, a long time. I mean, like from the early 80s all the way till 2018. He didn't run, but his daughter ran. Uh, Malika Sanders, 48. And so that's the Malika 48 you've been seeing. She's served one term. She decided to run as a Democrat for governor. And she didn't get, she didn't win, okay. But she gave up that seat to run for governor. So her dad, he took four years off. He comes back and runs. I mean, he already held it. I think it, I think I'm seeing it was 83 till 2018, nine terms. And so um, he runs and is defeated in that by uh, Robert Stewart who uh, has a tie-in with uh, Representative Terry Sewell and uh, won by 11 points in the runoff. So, uh, you know, that's a big district uh, because it's not a highly populated area. So you're talking Perry, Dallas, Lowndes, Wilcock, Butler, Monroe, um, and Clark County, uh, pieces of all of those. So there is a Republican that will be running for that in in the fall as well. Uh, then you've got uh, so that's interesting that hey the Sanders family uh, going to be out of office. It, that whew, been a long time since you could say that. Uh, State Senate District Two. Uh, that's up in North Alabama. Uh, ben Harrison wins, uh, so that's uh, interesting. He defeats uh, Jason Black, and uh, these are uh, former and current uh, Limestone County commissioners. Some of you may know these people. I do not. Um, they um, 
but you've, you've, you've got a little controversy there with some misappropriated ballots in the primary. Um, so you still got, um, I think there's still a little bit of uh, uncertainty there with that race. Uh, uh, we'll see. But for now, that's the way it stands. Ben Harrison. I, I don't know all the latest on that, so I don't want to speak out of turn. But I know there was uh, some, some uh, ballot uh, issues there. Uh, State House District 4, a lot of you who listen to the program are in that district, I know, because we get phone calls from up that way. Uh, You're talking uh, Decatur and Hartzell and some of those areas, and that's Parker Moore. Uh, He um, um, wins. He's the incumbent. He'd been there for the last term, and he survives that run from Patrick Johnson, getting 53.7%. Uh, he served one term, but uh, Parker has ran twice. Uh, he had to run to uh, to, t- to take an unexpired term after uh, you had a removal from office, and then he had to run for the for the regular election in eighteen. And so this is really sort of like his third time. Uh, Parker Moore, I do know Parker, and uh, he uh, has come out ahead. Uh, then you've got uh, District fourteen, and that's uh, Tim Wadsworth. Uh, against uh, Tom Fredericks. Now that's uh, up in uh, like you know, Walker County, Winston County, uh, a little bit of Jefferson County, you know, sort of Green Top area up that way. Um, and uh, that was that was an interesting uh, race. Uh, but uh, Wadsworth uh, comes out and wins that one by 11 points. That's uh, House District 14. There was a lot of questions there about um, residency and some of those kind of issues. Um, then you've got uh, District 40. Chad Robertson uh, comes out um, very close and beats uh, Julie Borelli. Uh, out of, um, this is sort of out in the Jacksonville area, out that out that direction. Not sure of all the counties, but uh, there in that area. This came down. We told you some of these would be very close. Uh, 21 votes. 21 votes. And so uh, they will be taking the uh, seat of... Uh, uh, Brown, Representative Brown, out of Jacksonville. So you're talking uh, 0.4% was the uh, difference. And, uh, and it wasn't like there were a lot of votes either. Okay, so 0.4, very close race, 20-something votes. Um, here's another surpriser, really. Um, you've got uh, District 55 in Jefferson County, sort of the western side of, uh, of Jefferson County, out of Fairfield area. Um, you've got um, incumbent Rod Scott beaten, and that's hard to do. Rod Scott defeated by uh, Coach Plump out there, Fred Plump. And so uh, you'll have a new representative there representing that area of Jefferson County. And um, But Rod Scott's been there since 2006 and uh, goes down. So uh, he's a super, super nice guy too, Rod Scott. I'm sure Coach Plump is as well. I've met him back in the day. Been a long time. Uh, then you've got uh, State District, State House uh, District 100. Uh, that was uh, Mark Shirley prevailing. Uh, that was in, that's down in uh, way down South Alabama. Probably not many of our listeners connected to that at all. Um, but uh, he won that sort of uh, going away, and that fills the vacancy uh, that'll be left by uh, Victor Gaston. So um, that sort of gives you an overview of the Senate and the House races. Uh, I think we've covered most all of it now uh, let's hear your uh, your thoughts 205-941-1011 um, did your folks win lose Are you disappointed excited uh, I'm not giving any perspective but just everyone who's called us so far I think 
I mean, let me think about it. Has said they were disappointed that Katie Britt won. Is that our is that our entire audience? Does Katie Britt have her supporters out there? She got a lot of votes. Surely some of you out there were excited about Katie Britt uh, winning the race. Uh, tell us why. 205-941-1011. Priority talk. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets. And at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com, that's P-E-S-T-I-E.com, and protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. This is Martin Houston with the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. As we return, we thank you for being with us. Let me remind you about One Point USA. Uh, with all the security issues going on in the world now, uh, these are the people to call uh, here in Alabama. Uh, churches or businesses, uh, they'll take care of you. Uh, we tell you all the time, don't wait till something happens. Get ahead of it. I had that conversation with someone this morning. Um, churches, um, you, you got to get ahead of this stuff. Uh, you need to be prepared, have a plan, and part of that is calling on a good security company that uh, that understands the needs and the budgets and the and sometimes the bureaucracy that is the church and how to work along with you and give you a plan that we can understand the security needs, come in, look at your property, and say, hey, here's here's what you need to worry the most about. Uh, and so let's take care of this, and then we can take care of this other stuff uh, later if we need to. But, but get something done before you have a problem, not after. So whether it's video surveillance or card access or much more complicated security uh, issues than that, One Point USA can do it all. Call them today at 205-701-0191. Now, look, if they're supporting our program, you know the kind of folks you're dealing with, okay? 205-701-0191. Or uh, look them up online, the number one, so that's onepointusa.com. Onepointusa.com. Be secure. 
security. Really important. We trust in the Lord, but uh, but the Lord gave us a, a brain too, <laughs> and gave us common sense. So we have to uh, we have to be uh, uh, wise as serpent and harmless as doves, right? Okay, give us a call, 205-941-1011. We're going to visit with uh, Messianic Rabbi Eric Walker coming up next hour. We have uh, sort of went through the uh, the election results from yesterday as far as the uh, the statewide and, and also the um, uh, Senate and House district races as well. So we've went through all of those. Uh, especially on the Republican side. Now, uh, you did have um, some on the Democratic side. Uh, I don't think any of those are going to be um, serious contenders on the statewide level, quite honestly. Um, I don't see that. You can never tell what will happen. But, um, you know, we did cover the the Democrat uh, Senates and and House seats, though. Uh, Quite honestly, the Democrat Party... And Alabama is so weak. I mean, they have districts that are basically carved out. They're Democrat districts. Those are won by Democrats, but there's not many that are honestly very competitive. It's either a Democrat district or it's a Republican district. There's not many at all that are very competitive. They're just, they're not, the courts have basically made it that way. So it's not, the fall is really sort of, look, the, the voter turnout come November may be lower than it was yesterday. That's sad to say, but it's it, it very well could be. Uh, a lot of people that uh, in the Republican primary who whose candidates didn't fare well may just go, I mean, if, if you voted and nobody you liked won, you may not be very motivated to go vote in November. Well, I, I think about this other part, too. You know, with what happened in the debacle with 2020 in that election, how many people are concerned that their vote's even going to count because they felt like their vote was stolen from yeah. them? They're, they're, there's a lot of people out there that convinced that, that the election was stolen. Sure. So, I, I don't think in Alabama, though, we, we dealt with that. Um, as, yeah. I, still, know, I, I think still it, it could it, happen. Because of the intensity of the media yeah, no, from both sides during that time, mm-hmm. I think that they feel like their vote is not going to count, or, or the, I wonder right. if that's the case. Well, and that's why it was very important that we had two really good candidates for a Secretary of State. Uh, Wes Allen, one sort of going away. But, of course, uh, Jim Ziegler has, has proven himself to be very effective in, uh, in, in fighting uh, fraud and those kind of things over the years as, uh, as he's held office in Alabama. So uh, I think we've got Secretary of State that's, that we, got, we had either option. You had people with backbones. There's no doubt about that. that that'll stand for the right thing, unlike they did in Georgia. See, that's what happened over there. The Secretary of State bailed. And uh, got, I don't know, what, I don't know that, if they had blackmail that, on that guy or what. That was Facebook money. Some, well, that, but then he just capitulated, the, the Secretary of State Oh, did. yeah, they had something on him. They, they had to have had something on him, had to. So uh, you gotta you got to elect the right kind of people. Um, but really what's happened, this, a lot of the accusations, you know, you've got the money and the ads, the negative ads, that's, that's a big thing. Of course, nobody likes the negative ads when you don't win. When you win, eh, those were okay. <laughs> um, the other issue, though, that's really came out of this 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 time around is there being such a lack of a democrat party and and if you don't if you don't live in a district um that's democrat 
let's just say, you know, you've got certain ones that are going to be won by Democrats. That they're they're drawn that way. But if you don't live in one of those, you could almost just feel like as as a Democrat, you're wasting your vote to go vote in the Democrat Party. Unless you had a a, a local race, a Senate, a House, or something more local that you really cared about. Um, and so what's came out of this is many people believe that Democrats are now doing what Republicans did years ago, which is crossover vote. And uh, they're bringing the blue into the red and turning, turning things purple. The blue is bleeding into the red. Uh, it, it would be uh, much more effective if, or much more balanced if the Democrat Party had some organization and had some serious candidates. But look, the National Democrat Party, they're not putting any money into Alabama. And that's the deal. Republicans are putting money into Alabama, national money. Now, that's what we're decrying and saying is sort of corrupting the system. People are saying that. But but they're putting the money into the state. I mean, did you see one television ad for a Democrat? No, I didn't see not a one. Not seen any signs. No, I've seen a few signs. I haven't seen any signs. I, I travel the state a lot though, so I drive through some areas where you could see some signs. I, I can I can go without doing seeing any Democrat signs, but, um, but that's just I, me personally. I did see some signs, but uh, th- there's not a serious challenge there, and so they're just going, hey, what's the what's the use? Let's just vote for the candidate. That's the least um, uh, offensive to us as Democrats. And so that's, that's m- making the Republican Party more purple. And people that maybe would run as Democrats go, no way you can win as a Democrat. So I'll just run as a Republican. And you sort of, you know, you put a little lipstick on it and you, you dress it up and you cover it up and you kind of say, hey, I've changed. And you run with an R beside your name. That doesn't mean those people stand for what we think of as Republican or conservative values. It just means they couldn't win as a Democrat, so they ran as a Republican. And so you've got a you've you've got a, a bleeding over of Democrat vote and I believe candidates into the Republican Party, and that's that's what's happening. And look, Republicans did the same thing years ago. You had the whole Charlie Graddock and Guy Hunt and all that. You know, the same thing went on. And so I think you're going to see a move, a more of a push by Republicans' leadership to uh, to close down the primary and uh, and have people declare uh, one of you know to be a Republican to vote in the Republican primary. Uh, I don't know that that'll completely solve the problem because there's still I think ways to probably work around that, but it, it'll make it it'll make it where you got to have a little better plan for it versus just uh, deciding on the day of the uh, election darn there's nobody on this democrat ballot that that I that they're going to give me that I even that's even worth voting for so I'll just go vote in the republican and I'm not going to vote for that super conservative republican I'll vote for the one that I think's a little bit more you know my speed a little bit more moderate quote unquote I'll just go vote for them now here's the interesting thing if you get a lot of that Say in a, a statewide race, I won't I won't name names, but if you get into a statewide race and you get uh, Democrats voting for the Republican candidate, they're not going to vote for that Republican candidate come November. They're going to show up and vote for the Democrat. So, at some point, at some point, 
I don't know what race it'll be in, governor, senate, um, secretary of state, one of these type races. At some point, a Democrat is going to win one of those out of the blue. Now, we had Doug Jones, but that was a little bit of, that that happened. Obviously, yes. Um, that was there were a lot of extenuating circumstances, though. On that one, um, you could see that one coming. In other words, I think what's going to happen is out of nowhere. So many people that voted for the Republican moderate Democrats are not. There's going to be enough of them where they get that person nominated. They help get them nominated. Then they go back and vote for the Democrat. So that person loses all those votes. And then they don't that 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 candidate, Republican candidate doesn't excite the base. So they don't turn out to vote for them and they're going to flip it. That's what's going to happen. Democrats will flip that. It's going to happen eventually. If something doesn't change, it may not be this go around, maybe two years from now, four years from now, but it's going to happen. And, and don't think for a minute that things can't completely swing the other direction. It's happened in the state recently. It can happen again, but it would just be the, the pendulum. Pendulum. That's easy to say. Pendulum would swing pendulum. the other direction. Okay, just some of my uh, thoughts and analysis. We will come back. Uh, Rabbi Eric Walker joins us to talk about his new book. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Welcome back in. It's hour number two, Wednesday edition of Priority Talk Live. Uh, some of you may be listening to this later on our podcast or our Rumble page. Welcome in as well. Catch us live four to six, Monday through Friday, four to six central time, Monday through Friday at 101.1 FM WXJC or PriorityTalkRadio.com. Listen live. Uh, we are set to be joined by uh, Messianic Rabbi Eric Walker here very shortly. We are uh, attempting to get him on the phone. I was just texting with him very just not that long ago. So um, I don't know if he had another interview before. I'm not sure. Uh, he's I've been talking with him today. Um, uh-oh. Wait a minute. Maybe a mix-up. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm looking. He's texting me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, maybe we had a mix-up on the day. I thought it, uh, I had this for today. 
Um, 46. I had it for G26. Do either. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying. In the meantime, let's talk about me being I'm trying, I'm trying. elected last night yeah. as king of the donut people. Sorry, trying to work it out. It's uh, a we may not get him. prestigious honor that I'm taking on. Yes. Uh, I, I will be the one in charge of your donut selection now in gas stations as well as uh, other confectioneries around the state. I will be the one who decides the amount of powdered sugar you will be getting as well as any of the fillers that will be put inside the donuts. Uh, I'm bringing several new flavors they're going to be great. Uh, some with crunchy sparkles on the outside. It's going to be fantastic. Others are going to be a weird concoction of anything from liverwurst and peanut butter to things like uh, fish, well, fried fish uh, donuts, which is going to be something new that, you know, if you're trying to eat healthy, well, we're not really going there, but we are going for the fried and the protein. So it's going to be a fun thing, uh, thing that uh, we're going to do. And Thank it you, all Jess. comes from me king of the donut people i don't know what's going to happen um we we had some i don't know maybe some wires crossed i don't know um today is the 22nd right see si, senor somewhere uh he or i won um got to thinking this was on thursday but we said the 22nd so i'm not sure i'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out. So Rabbi Walker may not be with us this hour. Well, that's all right. Uh, you know, the fact that he's not answering is not I a good sign. I will do my Rabbi Walker impersonation. And he did. And here uh, we go. I'm so kidding. I apologize. It may wind up being um, tomorrow, but I know we had it down for the 22nd, which is today. But uh, maybe there was some miscommunication about a Wednesday or a Thursday. I'm just not sure. I, I think I took it so for granted with him because we know each other. I, maybe we didn't do all of our official communications like I handled it a little looser, and uh, time zones and days and weeks can get mixed well, up, so okay. I apologize. Yeah, that's all right. Look, it gave me time to talk about my new role as yeah. king of the donut well, thank people. You. So um, we're just going to see. Maybe he'll holler at us. If not, I, I, I would expect that it would happen tomorrow. So that's about all I can, can give you. Yeah, let him jump um, in with you and you and uh yeah you, that's you, what we'll you, have you, to you do i apologize i know we promoted that would it be and pretty talked awesome about it have all three y'all on at the same time well the funny thing is i was texting with him earlier like hey he'll call you and after five o'clock uh i never said today i just assumed we were on for today so uh, um, okay. i mean we definitely said the 22nd so um I, I but somewhere in there must have uh says my message said thursday but i'm Yeah, there, there was just some mix-up on the dates and dates and stuff like that. It's kind, it's almost Whoops. confusing. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we could talk about the latest thing my that's apologies. going on right No, there's now. plenty to talk about. Yeah. Uh, the First off, Mattel's new uh, Joe Biden doll. I, I'm kidding. I just made that up. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, it's because I made it up. And um, also, the uh, Ilhan Omar kind of surprised everybody uh, yesterday on her Twitter feed in which she was questioning why the one of the, the it was a husband of one of the teachers at the uh, Uvalde mm-hmm. you know she passed away right. she had called him he tried to get into the school and his gun was taken away from him he was a police officer in that area his right. gun was taken away from him and he was detained from going in the school yeah so you know the I more this comes in, out though. I think he did go he, in. he tried he's to, a border though. agent yeah, he tried to go in there, but they wouldn't let him. Oh, okay. But the thing was, that as more as this is, is keeps unfolding, 
something really rotten is going on with that situation. That and Buffalo, New York, that happened several days prior to that, where that guy just decided to go into that uh, that crowded uh, shopping area and started uh, mowing down black people, which was just absolutely horrific. Yeah. So, you know, some some there's an agenda there somewhere. I, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but in these days, more and more of the conspiracies are being revealed as conspiracy fact now. Uh, that does seem to happen over time. Some yes. of them do. Yes. Not all of them. Yeah, but, true, uh, true. But sometimes as time goes on. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what our confusion was, but that's okay. Uh, I wanted to share with you a, uh, a message that, um, and I had this for today, was wanting to actually talk about it, um, that uh, Matt Staver has put out. He uh, was the uh, head of the law school there at Liberty University for many years. He trained a lot of lawyers, even some in our state constitutional attorneys he's been on this program times before he's uh, now the founder and the chairman of liberty council and uh, they take on a lot of religious liberty and those such kind of cases i've been very involved in the pro-life fight from the legal standpoint over the years and um, he has sent out a message and this is out sent out publicly um, so i'm gonna share with you i think this was um a few days ago but i it just made its way to me and uh, he talks about the the darkness in D.C. Um, he says, our, on Sunday afternoon, some of our Washington, D.C.-based staff members participated in a prayer vigil outside the Supreme Court building. Our staff members collectively have decades of experience in the district and in the fight to defend human life, but even all those years of experience could not prepare us for what we have witnessed lately. I'm I'm just giving you this as as a warning. Here's here's where here's where we're going. DC is the epicenter of this right now, and it's gonna it's gonna go out in all directions. A small podium and two loudspeakers had been set up to allow the prayer vigil attendees to speak and play worship songs. But as prayer began, our staff and the intercessors were surrounded by darkness. Black-robed men and women began arriving on the scene, screaming obscenities over the prayers. Uh, Blank you and your God and your religion, all that began to fill the air. As the prayer team's worship music continued, a pro-abortion demonstrator brought a wagon carrying a large boombox, blaring satanic music, he says in parentheses, and noise. Its volume increased to drown out the songs of praise. Nonetheless, the intercessors continued to pray. Peggy, one of our staff members who was in attendance, says, quote, the longer we prayed, the more anxious and agitated the Satanists became. The evil surrounding the intercessors did not want the word of God proclaimed. Women dressed like prostitutes began to arrive, leaving little of their exposed bodies to the imagination. They gleefully joined the melee of, that the witches and the warlocks had begun. A woman walked right up to our podium and stood next to the pro-life speaker. Every time the pro-life speaker spoke, the woman would scream unprintable curses into a megaphone pointed at the podium microphone. The pro-abortion crowd began cursing the justices, the people praying, and yes, vehemently cursing God himself. Repeatedly, the Satanists and pro-abortion protesters would interrupt and try to drown out the prayers. Peggy has lived and worked on Capitol Hill for decades. She participated in more pro-life prayer vigils than she can count. 
She's personally witnessed the violent protest of both Antifa and BLM. During the days of the Kavanaugh confirmation hearings, we had to hire additional security guards. But we have never witnessed the level of evil as is taking place before the Supreme Court and in the district right now. Satan worshipers have covered sidewalks with black magic ritual circles and candles, performing their dark incantations near midnight most evenings. Half-burnt candles and other garbage of active witchcraft lay scattered on the public spaces around the court. Meanwhile, one man who had the attire and appearance of a horror movie warlock targeted senior ladies quietly praying for the lives of the unborn. The warlock would crown one woman at a time, crowd one woman at a time, making the sign of Satan over the woman's heads. As he made the sign, guttural growls and language our staff could not understand issued from his throat as he spat his demonic curses over the woman. One by one, he tried to corner them and curse them. With all her years on Capitol Hill and all the protests she's witnessed, Peggy is generally unflappable. But when the warlock began stalking senior women to issue his demonic curses, she says an almost palpable feeling of darkness rose in the air. And it's not just in Washington, D.C. Ever since the Supreme Court draft opinion on abortion was leaked, demonically driven death lovers have been assaulting churches, crisis pregnancy centers, and other pro-life organizations. Over the weekend, three women interrupted a Texas church service, screaming obscenities as they stripped down to underwear stained with red paint and bras painted with green hands. That was at uh, Joel Osteen's church. We covered that. A group known as Rise Up for Abortion Rights praised the action, tweeting, abortion on demand and without apology. Another group known as Jane's Revenge vandalized the Agape Pregnancy Center in Des Moines, Iowa, Windows were shattered, and God Loves Abortions was spray-painted over the walls. The group openly bragged about their vandalism on social media, saying attacking Agape was fun and easy. In May, the same group gleefully claimed responsibility for throwing Molotov cocktails through the windows of a Wisconsin crisis pregnancy center, firebombing the building that stood for life. Yet another crisis pregnancy center was burned in Washington State. Of course, you heard about New York yesterday. We've prayed and worked for decades to overturn Roe v. Wade. The leaked opinion indicates that we may be just days away from that long-term, intense effort coming to fruition. The security and law enforcement presence in our nation's capital is nearly unprecedented. Liberty Council, he says, will continue fighting for life on Capitol Hill and in the 50 states, no matter what the court ruling says. It's a battle between good and evil, life and death. The assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life and what our staff is witnessing outside the court reveals the nature of the demonic evil behind abortion. Wow. Mm. I got a lot I could say there, but I'm just... Uh, get ready, I, folks. I get too fired up. Get ready. I mean, that's that's what you got to say. That's Matt Staver, founder and chairman of the Liberty Council. Yeah. He's been on this program before. He's highly respected uh, a man, uh, an attorney, as, as there is. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, try to pick it up from there. Uh, I'll make some uh, other comments on that, but i got to go to break. 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. This is Bailey. And this is Lil. We just bought our first home through Fox Mortgage. 
Sisters Bailey and Lil talk about their experience working with Jody Davidson at Fox Mortgage. So when we first started the house buying process, our parents referred us to Fox Mortgage when they bought their home. They said it was just a great process. We used Jody with Fox Mortgage and she was very, very helpful, quick with our responses to our silly questions. Uh, Again, we were very not experienced in the home buying process. When we went to closing on our to close on our house, we were told that we had the lowest interest rate for that day that they had seen in a while as well. They made the first time home buying experience extremely easy and a smooth process. Call 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, quick as a fox. NMLS Fox Mortgage 184762. When you work with Jim Corey and Fox Mortgage, you know you're dealing with integrity and people who care about your needs. Give them a call at 205-661-6868. Whether it's a first-time mortgage, a refinance, it doesn't matter. Jim and his team will find the best rate for you and the best plan. 205-661-6868. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, author of the best-selling book, Swagger, and I'm happy to be on with Greg Davis and Priority Talk. Okay, we welcome you back, and uh, it is 19 minutes after the hour. I do not think Rabbi Walker is going to make it with us today. Uh, He and I apparently had a a miscommunication as to what day this was to be on, so I'm extremely uh, apologetic about that. Uh, We will get him on. There's no doubt about that. I just think uh, some some wires got crossed somewhere. We were not as maybe exact in our uh, communications as we should have been, so I I hate that. Um, I think that's the first time that's happened since I've been back since last April. I think. So I apologize. Okay, what you just heard rem- reminds me of something. It reminds me of uh, a story in the Gospels that is told in three different locations of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. It's a, uh, it's a site we visit when we go to uh, Israel, and we will be going again next summer. That is set. Email me, Greg, at PriorityTalkRadio.com if you're interested. We, uh, we go to this uh, area around the Sea of Galilee. See if this sounds familiar to you based on what I just read, what's happening in Washington, D.C. And, you know, you've got these people coming and showing up in the church, and they're taking their clothes off. you got these people showing up with very little clothing on. Um, they're guttural responses and reprobates all these things of reprobates so see if this sounds familiar i'm deciding which one of these to read matthew mark or luke let me see here i'll read the the one that's uh, the shortest when he came to the other side in the country of the gadarenes yeah that's jesus came to the other side of the sea of galilee Two men who were demon-possessed met him as they were coming out of the tombs. That's where they were hanging out. Probably eating dead flesh, too. They were so extremely violent that no one could pass by that way. So people just avoided them. And they cried out, saying, What business do we have with each other, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? That means before their time is up. Now, when they 
there was a herd of many swine feeding at a distance from them, and the demons began to entreat him, saying, If you're going to cast us out, send us into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. And they came out and went into the swine, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank in the sea and perished in the waters. The herdsmen ran away and went to the city and reported everything. And uh, when they uh, saw Jesus, they implored him to leave their region. Um, more detail on these Gadarenes, if this sounds. Uh, you, you met uh, men with unclean spirit dwelling in the tombs. No one was able to bind him anymore, even with a chain, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been torn apart by him, and the shackles broken into pieces, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day he was screaming among the tombs and in the mountains, gashing himself with stones. And seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and shouted, What business do you have here? So, and Jesus you know, says, Come out, unclean spirit. What is your name? He says, My name is Legion. We're many. This man was possessed by many demonic uh, forces. Uh, it just sounded familiar to me. A man uh, in Luke met by a man who was possessed with demons and who had not put on any clothing for a long time. Wasn't living in a house, uh, but in the tombs. And uh, so the story's the same. You get a few little different details as far as the person's appearance and, and those kind of things. But um, uh, the demons were, were crying out of this man. It, it, as I read that past passage there from Matt Staver, it just sort of uh, really reminded me of that story and what you're seeing there. It's not an exact, uh, exact correlation but uh, there's definitely some similarities of what uh, Matt Staver reported happening there in D.C. Um, when you begin to talk about witches and warlocks and black-robed people and then the others showing up with very little clothing on, uh, making noise, covering up their prayers. Um, they uh, obviously were Satanists, and that was what they were claiming to be. Women showing up dressed like prostitutes leaving little of their exposed bodies to the imagination, um, people groaning and guttural responses, all of these kind of things just sounds very familiar. And they, these are uh, very extreme pro-abortion, pro-death uh, people, but they're out there. And, uh, you know, you've, you've got a, a White House that, uh, that believes people like us are the threat. And, um, and and they're not taking, I don't think, taking this serious. When you see these, uh, these kind of things happening and you see um, abortion clinics being uh, vandalized and firebombed and Molotov cocktails and you see people showing up at churches and standing up and disturbing and taking all their clothes off in the middle of worship time. And, and as far as I see or hear, I don't hear of the, uh, any of the administration doing any of it, taking any of this seriously or even trying to follow up or even trying to um, investigate or, or, or hold someone responsible for these kind of things. It, it's complicity. And there's a, a freedom in that, I think, right now by, uh, by evil. And it points us back. I, I won't go all back through it because I did it last week, but it just continues to point us back to Romans chapter 1 that God gave them over he just, he just said, if you want it, here it is. You can have it. And, and, and to me, pulls the restraint. And I think that's to a great degree what we're seeing uh, here 
in our country. And um, and we're going to see it. I, I, I hope not, but I believe we'll see it and, and, and it will have it experienced right here in our own area. I mean, look, even what happened last week with the church in Birmingham, um, that that's just that's just demonic work. Yeah, I don't know what all was going on with this guy. A lot of this mental health stuff we're talking about is more than likely part part demon possession. I mean, that's how the mind becomes warped, and and and, uh, and that kind of stuff happens. All right, it's Henry. He's in Winston County. We got we got Henry. Oh, just as usual, calling you and interrupting some just marvelous. I mean, it's intense. I'm listening to you, and I'm getting mad. <laughs> I'm getting angry at these people, and I know I shouldn't. But um, I remember something. When uh, Texas put the abortion law out to protect children in the womb, the Justice Department decided to sue Texas about that law, and who joined them but these same people? The Church of Satan joined the Justice Department in the suit against Texas. Am I correct in that? Do you remember that? I'm not sure. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't want to. I don't want to. That sounds familiar, well, but I, I don't want to confirm that. All right, and, and one of the representatives of the Church of Satan said they're messing with our uh, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can't allow that. So we ha- we're going to join the, the Justice Department in suing Texas, and I found that quite offensive. But um, you know, I don't know if you had time to go over uh, Marshall Vin's, uh study on uh, May fourth um, when he did that about how abortion came to be cursed upon the land of the United States. It wasn't organic. It was it was planned out took them about 11 years and um they finally got it through by changing four words here or two words in one time and another two words another time in suits that had no victims in which you have to bring a suit there has to be someone who was uh harmed and these suits no one was ever harmed nothing anyway if you get time you should Check yeah, and I'm, I'm familiar with all that. We we've talked about that here over the years. We we've had several guests on that just went through the whole uh, history yeah. of, of of how Roe v. Wade came to be, and it's 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 a uh, nothing happens by accident. It, it, there's always a plot, a plan, and a strategy, and and uh, and the left is very patient. Uh, they'll 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 take their time and and get it incrementally until it's done. You can almost compare it to the way the Islamics. Uh, plan out their uh, mm-hmm. their assault on America, and the Chinese have a hundred year plan. And we're the only ones who worry about right now, and uh, can't even think about yesterday or tomorrow. Uh, sadly, yep. but uh, th- what about Dr. Alan Parker? Uh, he has that. You know, and I wish I had a computer now. Sometimes I actually wish I did have yeah. a computer. Henry, now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the bottom of the hour. Hang on, I I, I want to find out who. Dr. Parker is. Uh, hang on for us. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, let you open that up when we come back on the other side just real quick. All right, if, if you can hang on. 205-941-1011. 
One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. One Point USA. Be secure. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And we return for the uh, final uh, two segments, uh, half hour here on the program, Wednesday. Glad you're with us at 205-941-1011. We take your phone calls. Uh, let's, uh, before we get back to Henry, uh, let's jump in here and talk to Jim Corey, Fox Mortgage. Yeah. Hey, Jim, how are you? Uh, absolutely phenomenal. How about yourself, Greg? We're doing great. Look, I got two kids in yeah. college, and uh, they get a lot of pressure to build credit. How important is that? Mm-hmm. Very important. <laughs> yeah. Very important. Absolutely. Because if they get out and they haven't built any credit, they can't buy anything for about six months to a year. So probably six months we could get them. But it's very simple. That's what I want to talk about, Greg. Um, all three of my children did this. They got out of high school into college. There's a, a little thing what I call my cheat sheet. It tells you how to build your credit. It doesn't cost you but maybe 50 bucks over the course of about a year in interest. But you definitely want to get two uh, installments, if you can, and one credit card, or either get two uh, revolving and one installment, but three lines of credit. Get those behind you. Get them early. And my kids all had 720, 40 uh, credit scores when they got ready to buy houses. So it worked out perfect. I got a little, again, I got a little cheat sheet. I'll send it to you free. Just call. All I want is your email, and I'll send it to you. And actually, I don't even keep up with those emails. Some people ask me that. No, I just send it to you, and hopefully you'll come back to us when you're ready to do business. All right. Tell them the email or the phone number, how you want them to do it. Well, yeah, the best thing is just uh, give me a call, Jim, or give us a call at uh, 661-6868, and then I'll uh, get your email, and we'll send it to you. Anyway, and then that's Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. All righty, Jim Corey. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. It's good information. I need to get that myself. I'm going to get you to send it to me. You got it. I want it. All right. Thank you, brother. Good deal, Jim. (laughs) Fox Mortgage, 205-661-6868, building credit. Um, That's good. I want to get that because that's discussions we've had, you know, um, but him coming from the mortgage aspect. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, All right. Let's get back to Henry here. He's out in Winston County, and uh, you were talking about Alan Parker. I want to give you a chance to to tell me about that, and then um, I'll, I'll respond best I can. Go ahead, Henry. Yes, sir. Um, but I'm, real quick, I want to do an update. Remember I mentioned as much as $400 billion was stolen through the PPP funds? Yes. Oh, and, yeah, no uh, doubt. Yeah. And that number is so incredible. I did not believe it. And But, I, you know, I still had to pass it on because other people would look into it and, and you know, check it out. Anyway, in my American Legion magazine, the Secret Service now has a special uh, uh, division going after this money, and they've cited $165 billion, uh that was stolen. So you know what they've done, Gray? 
they're really smart. Yeah. The different parts of the Justice Department have taken different parts of this fund, and they've incrementalized it to where, oh, $100 billion here, $100 billion here, and $100 billion. Hey, when you all add it up, each one of these organizations that's investigating, it comes to $400 billion. Yeah. Unbelievable. The greatest theft in the history of the world is taken place from the American taxpayers. You have to believe wherever there is trillions of dollars, there is evil. Evil seeks the the, the power to have over our money supply. And I, I, I need to shut up because Alan Parker is way more important. Well, actually, it's, he's not, but it, it is life, which is way more important. But anyway, I, I need to shut up sometimes, don't I, Gray? No, you're anyway, fine. I'll cut you off I'm if so I'm not interested. This. You know, when I give orders out for a man to have to tie up my, my ship, you know, I, I am so, it, just, it comes out of my mouth so easily. Uh, you know, I tell him, you know, do this, throw a monkey fist over and uh, through the line and do this. And, yeah, because it means it's life and death when you're in the middle of the ocean. You don't have, uh, you can't call a first responder. You're the first responder. So it comes out so much easier for me. But this talking on the radio isn't, isn't easy for me. <laughs> anyway, I need to shut up again, obviously. I think uh, you do fine, uh, Henry. Uh-huh. Dr. Alan Parker. Now, he represented uh, Bo. Uh, he, he did the amicus brief uh, that uh, began Roe vs. Wade, and he stuck with her through her entire life. Now, I hope I got it right in my memory. It's, he has this place. It's the justicefoundationcenter.org. Justicefoundationcenter.org. And Dr. Alan Parker is the attorney now for Hannah S., who was, she was a three-celled, which means that it began, uh, life began at conception. She was a three-celled baby when she was taken from the womb and frozen for two years, Mm. three years. And uh, then... Now, she's 22 years old now, and she proves that life began at conception because they removed her from the womb, froze her for three years, and then gave her, you know, finished the deal when she was placed back in the womb. And uh, it's just, um, anyway, he represents Hmm. her. And uh, also now, he's the one with the Dobbs suit. He, he's actually involved with the Dobbs suit. I don't know if he's the lead attorney or not, but uh, Alan Parker seems to be, you know, know what he's talking about. Hmm. And uh, okay, and, I'll, I'll I'll have to. I, I wrote his name down. I'll I'll uh, I'll try to give it a look, Henry. I appreciate it. Yeah, I hope I got it right. JusticeFoundationCenter.org. Uh, now, center, I'm not sure about. I, I, it was just, well, all I remember is Justice Foundation Center. All righty. Dot org. And uh, it, all his, he said that all his stuff is free, and uh, so you should be able to get right on there and do a little studying. All right. I admire this person when it comes to abortion, which is a crime against humanity. Yes. And I'll shut up and I'll leave, leave the better talking in mind. You. No, I don't know about that. Thank you, Henry. Good to hear from you, yes, man. Sir. Appreciate yes, you very sir. much. Yeah. Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. So yeah, we'll we'll look into that. Uh, Henry always brings up some interesting stuff, and um, I'll uh, we'll check into it.
Hey, another thing I had on my radar today, I didn't know I'd get to some of this because of uh, uh, we were going to have Rabbi Walker with us here during this hour. But uh, just another topic I had is this um, alignment of the of the uh, planets. Uh, a very rare alignment is going to happen uh, this week. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Jupiter, and Saturn are lining up, and this uh, hasn't uh, happened since 1864, and won't happen again until 2040. Oh, you think we'll see that, Jason? 2040? You plan on seeing that? Your I doctor, know. after your heart attack, your doctor said, God, God willing. How many more years he say you got? He said I had 30. 30? Okay. So God willing, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It all depends. My, my, my family, unfortunately, on both sides, kind of riddled with histories of cancer and other stuff like <laughs> well, that. Well, so. everybody is, I think. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about these stars in just a minute. Let's get Charles in here. He's in Jasper. Hey, Charles. Hey, Greg. How you doing today? Good. Thank you, man. Uh, good. Like, like listening to your show. Had Thank you. called in a little while. Uh, but as uh, far as the election, no, I wasn't satisfied with that. But the main reason I called... The Christian insurance that you was talking about on there the other day. Mm-hmm. Have you got a uh, number or something? I'm yeah. interested to find them. Yeah, that's that a Christian Healthcare Ministry CHM. Um, here's what you do: you, you go to chmministries.org, uh-huh. and then slash gather g a t h e r chm. Okay. Well, it's, let me say this: it's C, it, let me say it. Let me say it clear. C H Ministries. C H Ministries. Yeah, C H Ministries. R I E S Ministries. You know, with I E S dot org slash gather. Okay. C H Ministries dot uh, org slash gather. Yeah. Okay, I got that. Do you uh, know anybody that's on that or been on it or anything? I do. I do. Yep. And okay. uh, they they've done well with you know there's some there's some good alternative plans out there and. Uh, yeah, it's Christian Healthcare Ministries and uh, nonprofit, and uh, you know we it it sets up a system where people support one another. Um, right, I've and, heard about it in times past, but uh, now I'm really interested in yeah. trying to get to the truth of it. And you know, one of the sellers for me is that uh, it's the only uh, healthcare sharing uh, plan that Dave Ramsey endorses. The only one. Yeah, yeah, I heard you say that the other day. Yeah. Yeah, check it out, chministries.org slash gather, G-A-T-H-E-R. Okay, you don't know anybody that works there in the organization? Uh, No, not in that role, no. No, okay, just, just go there, and it'll it'll give you uh, what to do. And um, I, I, I think I think you'll be able to follow it. If not, holler back at me. Always email me, greg at priorityTalkRadio.com. Okay, I was going to do that, but I didn't know your email. Greg yeah, greg at priorityTalkRadio.com. Talk. Talk radio, okay. All right. Have a blessed evening. All right, Charles. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate you asking. Um, we like we like that. Uh, yeah, chministries.org/slash/gather. Been doing it for over forty years now, and uh, they can help take care of medical bills. You 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 make mo- low monthly uh, gift payments, and then um, uh, in that time of your need, um, there's a support there for you. Been doing it since 1981, so we we do encourage you to check that out. CH Ministries. Okay, back to um, good question. I appreciate that. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn lining up in a rare alignment that won't happen again until 2040. Uh, so does that mean I can change my sti- my sign from Aquarius to Squirrel? Uh, I don't I identify know. as a Squirrel anyway. Oh, okay. So. You lost me. 
while it's common to view a couple of planets together at any given time, the alignment of five planets simultaneously is rare, last occurring in 1864. So uh, this will be best viewed in the early morning around an hour before sunrise. Now, this is going to be on Thursday uh, and will remain as uh, is until the end of June. June has the earlier sunrises of the year. The best time to see the alignment is before 5 a.m. in the eastern sky. Mm, boy, just hearing that eastern sky sort of. <laughs> uh, talking about a... Uh, talk about... Uh, Mid, getting getting you excited thinking about looking up to that eastern sky while a telescope is not essential to view the alignment some of the planets may be hard to spot with the naked eye like mercury which is not clearly visible because of its proximity to the sun and may be harder to spot because it's situated lower in the horizon um, uranus and neptune are not visible to the naked eye but uh, binoculars or a telescope uh, will reveal the other planets in the solar system so uh, this uh will be the uh, mornings of uh, Thursday until Saturday. And the waning crescent moon will be located between Mars and Venus, making uh, identifying the planets easier, even for people who are not well-versed in astronomy. So very interesting. Uh, that coming from the, uh, I've read that from the Jerusalem Post. Yeah, but what geometric shape is it all going to make? That's what I'm concerned about. A is straight it going to look like a pizza? A straight line. Or a pizza slice in the sky? A straight line. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, no, it's going to have a curvature to it now. Come on. Well, I guess. They're, they're all going to line space. up. It's space. It does all that gravity well, bendy, right. shapey They're going thing. to align whatever in whatever exact form that is. I don't know. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of theories out there. I, I'm not on them. Um, I, I'm sure there's theories out there as to the um, prophetic uh, meaning uh, yeah, meanings I, I, of, of such. Uh, I don't know so about that one. I am uh, not a... As up on that as maybe I, I, I might would be as I have been in the past. You know, we've had John Hagee and some of the guys on to talk about yeah, I, uh, some of those uh, things. I, I do believe God uses the skies. It, it's, it can be a, it's a billboard. Yeah, but to some extent, and, and, but I think that falls back to, to, to making sure that it's biblically based and it's not extra biblical. Well, I agree. Yeah. 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 You want to make sure that you're either pulling that from the Old or the New Testament, one mm -hmm. of the two. Hmm. It's interesting, though. So check it out. That's going to be Thursday. Best scene. My understanding is Thursday morning through Saturday morning. You got to get up early though before sunrise. Yeah. Boy, didn't it, my birthday, June twentieth. Yeah. Somebody was telling me was the longest day of the year. Actually, it's uh, June twenty first. Okay. Because that's the that's the summer solstice. Okay. So and yeah, and that and is it the fell longest on, it day. fell on the twenty first, or it always falls on the twenty first. It normally always falls on the twenty first, okay. and, and I you know give or take. Yeah. I mean we're. I, our days and our and, and yeah. our months and stuff are not perfect in alignment right. with the seasons and planetary curvature and well, all that fun stuff. But I, because uh, I commented uh, Monday evening, man, I mean, it was like, hey, what time is it? It's eight thirty. It's still daylight outside. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that. But that's, now the days get shorter as we go. Yeah, uh, and that that'll happen all the way until around December twenty third, right. which is the. the the winter solstice, in which that's the shortest day of the year we have, usually around December 30, 23rd, I mean, 23rd, I mean. Okay. So anyway, just some of your uh, um, things of God that are way beyond my understanding. Yep. But I've had experts on to talk about them. And like I said, we've had John Hagee a couple of times, and he talked about the blood moons and 
all those type things. And it, yeah, that's that's more so against the sins against Israel. Yeah, it's interesting. It really is how you can tie those things into uh, when you go look and see when they happened, these blood moons and the things that went on with Israel. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay, let's take our final break. Uh, we'll take a phone call or two on the other side. Get in on it, 205-941-1011. And as Charles did, we're, we're still happy to talk about the uh, runoff from yesterday. Did your candidates win? Uh, I didn't do very well. I didn't get shut out, but I didn't do very well. How about you? Priority Talk. Box Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212055. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage president, Jim Corey. I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So He's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. When you work with Jim Corey and Fox Mortgage, you know you're dealing with integrity and people who care about your needs. Give them a call at 205-661-6868. Whether it's a first-time mortgage, a refinance, it doesn't matter. Jim and his team will find the best rate for you and the best plan. 205-661-6868. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256 739 3337. That's today's family dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. Today's family dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets. And at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com. And protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. This is Karen Kingsbury, best-selling novelist, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk.
is integrity What color is love What color is Christ And thank you for being with us today. Great program. I appreciate all the phone calls. Very, very good. 205-941-1011. And uh, Charles, be sure and email me. He called about uh, Christian Healthcare Ministries. Be sure and email me, and I'll connect you to someone who, who does have uh, Christian Healthcare Ministries. So, Charles, I hope you're still listening. Um, email me, greg at prioritytalkradio.com. Any of you who ever have a question or you know want to communicate something, um you know, email me. I I, I I appreciate the emails. I like getting them. Um, I do get some uh, some snail mail too from time to time. Those usually aren't as friendly, or sometimes they're friendly, but uh, not as friendly. <laughs> um, but um, I get those kind that don't have return addresses. You know that kind of thing. But uh, if you'll email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, I promise you I will respond. Uh, sometimes people send me messages on Facebook, and I got to tell you, sometimes I see those, sometimes I don't. Email is the best thing to do if you want to make sure you get my attention. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com. So CH Ministries, um, Christian Healthcare Ministries, uh, Charles, if you'll be sure to email me, I'll connect you with a with a, a proud uh, user of that great ministry. Um, and if you're interested in Israel. Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com. I have dates. I can share those with you and uh, and some details and just get a conversation started if you're interested in uh, traveling to Israel with us next year during the month of July. We're going to go during the summer. That'll free it up for some of you who have been unable to go during the school year. Um, I hope this will free you up to be able to look at going. Not as many people go in the summer. They like to go in the spring or the uh, the winter December, January, March, April are very popular times to go, sometimes in the fall. But we're going to go in the summer, and I uh, hope that will give you a better opportunity to possibly go with us. Uh, you guys are emailing me all the time about it, and I appreciate it, and I respond to every single one of them. All right, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com. That's the best way to do it. Uh, tomorrow, Pastor Paul Brazier will be here with us, and uh, we'll have a little Theological Thursday I'll also get squared up with Rabbi Walker as far as uh, his appearance on the program. We'll just have to see. uh, He and I got our wires crossed somewhere along the way. Uh, I thought we were good to go, but we weren't. Today, I do deeply apologize, as does he. And if he were available, he would have got on with us, even even though it was unexpected. But he wasn't available. I, uh, I guess we both, he said we both share in the confusion. So looking back at it, it's, it's hard to figure out what we did. <laughs> uh, Look again, it allowed me yeah, I know, to tell I know. everyone about my, uh, yeah. my new kingship as a uh, king of the donut people. So well, I like, remember that anytime I do like you donuts. have donuts, think do of me. Like, I do like donuts. So well, there you go. That's good to know. I know the king. You can get your flavors direct from me. So we will be back um, tomorrow. Paul Brazier will be here. Thursday, uh, we're going to uh, have another special guest in studio talking about a great men's event that's coming up soon in July. I mean, a big-time men's event in our listening audience. Uh, you may not have heard about it yet, but we're going to tell you about it coming up Friday. And I heard it's huge. More about it. It's, it, uh, it, uh, it could be. 
I think it will be. I'm, I can't promise because I, I don't know an, everything yet. But let me say this. Um, it involves a Major League Baseball um, star, former star in Major League Baseball, and now born-again Christian Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, he's huge still. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he is, uh, he, you know, he had big, huge drug problem back in the 80s, cocaine, all that. Uh, he came through all of that, man. The guy's an evangelist now, and uh, he's going to be in the area. He and several others as well. We'll tell you all about that coming up on Friday. So you want to listen in uh, during that 4 o'clock hour on, uh, on Friday. And then I'm out next week. There'll be some best of. There'll be some guest hosts as I'm away. And... Um, the Roe v. Wade decision is probably going to come down next Thursday, and I'll be gone. And I hate that. Maybe I'll call in and uh, jump in on it, and we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, but you never know when they're going to release those. But the fact that it didn't come this week yet, it's got to happen next week. So unless they were to drop it tomorrow, possible, but I doubt it, it's going to be next week. And uh, – I'll be watching. I'll be keeping up with it, but I'm just going to be away. But I could call in and uh, and and kind of give some perspective on it once it uh, comes down the pike. Of course, there'll be plenty of coverage from all perspectives. And uh, be ready because literally, I do believe uh, hell's going to break out in some places around this country. Uh, this is uh, the epitome. Of because the, uh, of the pit of hell. Yeah, I, all, all those all those folks that are doing all that damage and stuff, they're not given a reason to fear about anything. And they're being protected de- not only demonically, but also by the U.S. government, yeah, apparently. There's not a lot of deterrence, and uh, not, not the deterrence uh, might would even work, but there's not much. Okay, have a great evening, everybody. God bless you. Again, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com. Charles, in particular, make sure you email me. Anybody with questions... Uh, email me comments email me israel email me greg at priorityTalkRadio.com. <laughs>